Hey, what up? This is your boy, Blurred Vision. And your girl, Mixed Girl Man. From Blurred Comics. And we have known each other since we were kids, and we've been talking about comics and mixedness for as long as we can remember. And we decided one day we were funny enough to put together a podcast. You know, because, I mean, we, we needed to put our voices out there, have it heard. And I think the best place that we came to, to to figure it all out was with Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, and you can use it right from your phone or computer. It has the creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds super good. I mean, they'll even distribute the podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Stitcher. All, all, the, all of them. All I mean, of them. you know, what's really good is that you can actually even make a little bit of dough. <laughs> all you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and tell them Blurred Comics sent you. Yeah, let them know. This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. Welcome to Blurred Comics, the podcast about blackness and blurred shit from a couple of mixed black blurs. It is I... Your boy, Blurred Vision. And Mixed Girl Maine. What up, girl? Nothing much. It's kind of a, I mean, it's kind of a, uh, I ain't got out there. Yeah. It's a gloomy day, I guess. Um, it's the, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an, it's an overcast day here in, uh, in, oh, is LA. it? Where not, you're at? no, no, I'm saying not in overcast in the, in the weather. Oh, emotionally, or, yeah. Emotional, yeah. Actually, that's the part of today that kind of felt shitty on the way to work was I work up in Mulholland area, you know, and right. it's usually it's usually overcast there as I go up there every day. And today it was bright and shiny all day long. And I was just oh. thinking, like, just right. one one other day, you right. know, the one day the weather would have been totally different and, you know, we wouldn't have known something was up. But uh, right. Right. So. Obviously, if you are listening to this and you have seen the title that, uh, that makes Girl Maine is going to put on the top of the, of the thing, but you know, um, you have, you have learned from the title of today's episode, we are talking about the passing of Kobe Bean Bryant, his daughter, uh, Gianna or Gigi and some others. Mini, mini Mamba. 
Yeah, they called her Mambasita. Oh, they called her Mambasita too. Yeah, man. She, I guess she had she had skills, man. And she was supposed yeah. to. She was supposed to go to um, you know, she wanted to go to UConn to play. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, we are LA based podcast, and I mean, I grew up down here. For me, well, I grew up split between Sacramento and Long Beach, so my teams were always the L.A. Raiders, the L.A. Lakers, Sacramento Kings, and the San Francisco 49ers. Like, depending on where I lived, those were the teams that we cared about, you know. Um, right. So Kobe being a Laker for his whole career and things like that, and he's our same as age. Right. So, That's what like, he means. That, uh, yeah. he's, like, he's like the first – person that like we saw like his full you know what i mean like you you mean like we've seen his whole like he was getting ready for prom with brandy when we were getting ready for prom you know like so it's like he's us he's at a certain point and you know becoming a father having all girls um yeah a little different like when uh when i heard about it yesterday i was at a tournament with uh with beans you Mm -hmm. know Uh, so we were down in san diego and it was foggy as shit. So we were down in San Diego at a tournament in, um, by like the Barona ca- Casino down there. Mm-hmm. And so it's up in the mountains a little bit. And it was like so foggy that it had to like, they delayed the games for about an hour before people could actually see. And you know, you don't want these girls out there getting hit by the ball, you know? Right. Um, and so, uh, it hit me like, so we were in it, we were in a game, we were up and then all of a sudden, you know, my boy, uh, Willie said something and he was like, Hey man, you know, and he said, you know, Kobe died. And I'm like, man, you, you fucking with me. You know, right. that's the, right. It's the first reaction I think any of us had. Man, that's some bullshit. And then I went, you know, for my first thing is, is just put, just put his name in Google. If it comes up multiple, you know, multiple sources, then okay. Then I can believe it. And right. at the time it was really just TMZ. Just TMZ. Yeah. And so, right. So, and I was like, that's some bullshit. You know, they lying. They probably didn't get the right shit. You know what I mean? They don't, you know, but then we just kept refreshing and it was like the whole tournament stopped. Mm. Uh, it was like, it was like just a, just, you know, like a, just a stop. You know what I mean? It it was weird. And then, um, you know, we finished the game and, and then we went to lunch and it was like, you know, confirm. And then it was all these people saying, you know, Rick Fox was on there and his, all his daughters were on there and you know what I mean? So yeah, it's uh, so crazy too that, that kind of misinformation. Cause at first I was starting to look for Rick Fox, you know, everywhere. And then I saw a tweet from somebody who said my cousin and her child was on that flight, you know, thoughts and prayers type of thing. And, but this was all before it was even uh, confirmed that Gianna was on the flight. So, you know, it was like, all these right. little things that we're saying, you know, some people were saying his whole family was on there. Some people were saying they confirmed Vanessa wasn't on there. I think it's pretty jacked up that TMZ uh, released the information before authorities had a chance to contact Vanessa. Right. Um, even just to find out who the other families were on, you know, like. It's that, out of the respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah. you see Kobe down. Obviously, you know, your family's on that, on that flight, you know, on that, on that helicopter. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's like. That's the one thing that sucks about social media is everybody wants to be first. Everybody wants to be the person who said this to this person. You know, even I heard, you know, people talking today um, and she was like, well, you know, I called my cousin and she said, oh, my gosh, you're the first person that told me like people 
There's some kind of weird There's significance kind of, to right? it. Yeah. About I was the person that told the person, you know, this person that, you know, that they that they passed, you know what I mean? So it's like it's such a weird Yeah, cuz I mean it's not like it's the first major celebrity death in, in our lifetime. Like I remember right. sitting right. on the edge of my couch when uh, we found out about Tupac. Like actually, what I remember right. about Tupac's death is that I was running to the bathroom between a commercial break or something, and what you know. Then my aunt said, "Oh my God, Tupac!" and I ran back in. You know, so like I remember that weird memory of finding out that Tupac had died, and I was sitting on the, and then I ended up sitting on like the the um, armrest of my couch instead of sitting on my couch because I still had to go to the bathroom, but I was waiting there to watch what was true, you know, Princess Diana. I remember, like, I remember also just being at home and having something interrupt the TV. Nowadays, though, unfortunately, with social media, I'm usually in the bathroom when I find out some shit. Like, so that's what it was. I was at work at the comic book store. I was in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. I checked my phone. I see the news. I try to refresh and make sure that it was real. I was only seeing TM. I was seeing TMZ and like the local uh, KTLA or something like that, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh shit, that's, that's real. That's Kobe. You know, um, I ended up like texting tree and uh, I went downstairs and cause I was upstairs in the comic book shop in my little cubby hole. And I went downstairs and I told everybody that was there, I was like, I know this comic book store, whatever, but we're all from LA, so I don't know if this is sensitive to you all, but you know, Kobe Bryant died, and I was telling my boss and my coworker basically like, today's gonna be a weird day for LA people because neither of them are from LA. Right, right. You know, so like I felt like I I felt important to tell them that some people are gonna come in here because of this to find something else to think about, and. Him being such an L.A. fucking fixture, you know, like Kobe is L.A., it was going to be some. And you could hear it. Like, there was someone sniffing in the store, Um, you know, things like that. Uh Like, you could tell. Um, Mostly nothing came up, but there was a few little moments here and there or whatever. Uh, Actually, where I'm at, though, they're my day job. I work at a private school, and it's a very small community private school, especially here in L.A., so the person in charge over at my school used to be at the school his kids go to. So it was no friendly with the family, you know, da, 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 da. So they were really emotional. And, and then you could just hear like people at one point, I just heard a lady in the hallway bawling and she's just like, he was only 41, you know? So it was like, even in my little cubby holes, I was hearing people like grieving, um, Or just like even how you greet somebody today. It was just like, how you doing? And everybody's yeah, like, fucking yeah. Kobe. You know, like that was that was the reaction. Right, right. Like, what do you say? You know, because my initial reaction, my initial response to anybody who asks you how you doing is, I'm fine or, you know, good, how right. are you? Kind of a thing. And I was doing that, like my first couple of greetings. It was like, good, how are you? And they're like, fucking Kobe. And I was like, well, yeah, Avi. But, <laughs> you know, I'm at work and I wasn't trying to be personal. Right, but you yeah. Know? Um, but it was it was clearly having an impact. But again, like driving up that hill and I know that going up where I go up isn't like near Calabasas because Calabasas is kind of on the other side or whatever. Other but side. it's still it was just like I know that that those hills are always overcast where I'm at. And the mm-hmm. one day it wasn't overcast was the day after. It's just like, you know, fuck. Right. I mean, it's it's 
And, you know, uh, I mean, obviously, I grew up in Sacramento. Kobe and I would say, like, with, with you know, because I'm a Sacramento Kings fan. I'm not a super right. NBA fan, but I'm a Kings fan. And, obviously, that means that you have a weird relationship with the competitors that mm-hmm. you go up against all the time. And Plus, with him. Kobe got his spot on the Lakers because they traded out Vladi Divac. Vladi Divac ended up on Sacramento Kings. It's a, it's a weird relationship. Um, but he also made the Kings better with, you know, with, with him being so good and competition, we had to be better, you know, and I feel as though that was, that was, uh, you know, it pushed us to be a better team. You know, at that time we suck right now, but it's all good. Uh, <laughs> you're still right or die, Sacramento. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm still on it. But, uh, you know, uh, you still respected him. You still yeah. knew that he was fucking amazing. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it was yeah. just like us growing up being fans of Jordan, right? Like, you were still from right. whatever town you were from, so you still rep for your team, but you couldn't, you could not rep for Jordan if he was on the court. Like, right. he, he's our hero from our childhood. And then seeing Kobe come up being our same age and entering, uh, straight out of high school and stuff like that. He was just someone you kind of rooted for because he was like, he was going to be our guy. Like, Mm-hmm. You know, our parents' generation could talk about watching Jordan come up, and we could talk about watching Kobe come up, you know. And we have some of the same milestones, just like you said. Um, you know, you have only daughters. He had only daughters. Like, Tree and I got married really young. He yeah. got married, you know, like that kind of stuff, whatever. Been the same person for 20 years, you know, that kind of stuff. Um I don't know why this one hit yeah. so crazy. Like it, it, it's it weird, really right? did. Yeah, I really think it has a lot to do with basically living our adult lives at the same time. Yeah. You know, I think that's something. Plus, it's just some people, like Tree said yesterday, there's just some people you don't expect to outlive. You right. know, no, and yeah. certainly yeah. athletes would be some of those people because you're just like. They're in shape. They take care of themselves, blah, 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 blah. Like, even if they wall out, you still expect them to outlive you. Whereas, like, if it's, like, a rock star or something like that or, you know, someone that you know is doing drugs all the time and acting a fool, you're just like, yeah. If something happens to them, you're like, yeah, that could have happened. But, like, a Kobe, you're not really thinking something is going to cut his life short, let alone it being something that is pretty violent of an experience, you know. I mean, but uh, you know, it just it and it also hit me hard because I was out at a travel thing with my yeah, daughter, you know what I'm saying? So it was like sports with your kids, yeah. Yeah. You know? So, um Yeah, because all those kids that were in the tournament including the other two girls who lost their lives in the crash as well. Right. He wasn't Kobe Bryant. He was coach Kobe. Like he was right. You know, yeah, maybe there was some Marvel there, but they're quite young, you know, so they're, they maybe don't have the weight of him the way we do. Or the way maybe somebody that was maybe 10 years younger than us getting to watch him as a hero might have, right? right? right. Um, and since he's the father of one of their teammates, he's just Gianna's dad. Right. Right. No. That's so. Uh, oh yeah. DJ, oh, oh. Cause you see him as Kobe. I see him as coach or I see him as Gigi's dad. Right. Or I see, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. So I imagine for those kids, too, that's a pretty big thing. I mean, not only did they lose three of their teammates, they lost their coach and their assistant coach. 
so I'll, I'll just name because it is kind of not every sources are naming everybody who was lost in the in the crash. So I'll go ahead and name them all. Um, of course, there was Kobe and Gianna. There was a, a whole family, John Altabelli and Carrie Altabelli were the parents of Alyssa Altabelli, which was a teammate of and close friend of Gianna's. Sarah Chester and Peyton Chester. Peyton was the teammate and friend of Gianna. The assistant coach of the Mambas, um, Christina Mauser, and the pilot, I think it's Ara uh, Zabayan. Mm-hmm. And he is, from what I was hearing yesterday, he's one of, like, the top helicopter pilots kind of in the world. Like, not everybody has right. this particular certification that he has. Yeah, it's called which, instrument, instrument rated, yeah. which means that he could, he could fly in, in fl- uh, fogs in and clouds. So, I, I mean, I watched the radio image of, the, of what the helicopter did and everything like that. Um, you know, like the radar image, I yeah. think, is what I meant to say. Um, I haven't heard the tapes, although I know that the tapes were put on the news yesterday um, and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy because all day long we were thinking there were five people. And then by the time I was getting ready to leave work, there were like nine people died. Like, what the fuck? Nine? How was right. it? I didn't even know helicopters carried nine people, you know. Right. It was a large. It was a, it was a bit one of the bigger ones, I guess. Yeah, it's a pretty fancy thing i've seen him i've seen the gifts of him coming out of that that helicopter too or a helicopter just like that um but i guess the whole point of um the pilot was always kobe's pilot so even even though the world didn't necessarily know the pilot's name at first the people who knew him did know it was him because you know he kobe doesn't fly unless uh uh was the pilot pilot. yeah so it's pretty sad. I, there's a few things online that are just like, okay, we probably address it. Um, there is like people sh- shaming folks for grieving a celebrity. That's which, some old bullshit. I mean, cause, and, and I've seen that shit too. And I, and I think was it Stephanie that said that where it was like, you will say, why are you grieving somebody that you don't know? But then you'll be like, hey, give me some prayers for my great aunt, you know, right. Michelle. She's going in for certain. We don't know that bitch. I also don't know her either. Right. So, like, <laughs> we know, we definitely know Kobe better than we know Aunt Michelle. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, for real. Like, I mean, my thing is, is anybody's grief is their fucking grief. Don't deal. It's their grief. I, and, I, and I had to learn that and dealing with after my dad passed. I had to learn to understand that not everybody and, and people don't get this. Not everybody has the same relationship with somebody that you do, regardless right, of right. if you know them or if you don't right. You feel me. And that's on them. And that's, they can let them be what the fuck they want to be. It is, right? There's and nobody. I remember that when you were going through it with your dad, where you and I had talked about it and because you and I both had complicated relationships mm-hmm. with our fathers um, and my dad had, had died too. I was, I was like, Feel however you're feeling today, you know, yeah. like I get it. It's okay to be shocked that he's gone and be mad at him still. Like that's a real thing, you right. know. Um, but other people like the, it's weird. Like you can't win, right? You're getting shamed for grieving a celebrity. You're getting shamed for grieving a parent differently maybe than somebody else would grieve them. You know, there's, there's no win. Like just let fucking people grieve the way they're going to grieve. Um, and then there's also the because of the rape 
I guess, yeah. I don't know, do we call it an allegation? Like, I know that it never went to trial. Right. Or he wasn't acquitted. It just, like, ended, and then it went right. into civil trial, right? Um, and then he, he did apologize at the time with hindsight and things. He apologized and addressed possibly that, yes, I may have thought like at the we time. Were, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The shit that, that shit that went down. Yeah. The shit that went down didn't, to me, it felt like it was consensual, but yeah. I can understand where, why she didn't, where she, why she didn't. Um, you know, and that's a things. huge thing. Cause like, I like that's, I, I honestly, I think that it's important to note that. And regardless of whether, like, we're not going to be able to know for sure if he meant it or if it was a thing or whatever. But what he did do was something that no male celebrities who have been wrapped up in these types of scenarios has done. He acknowledged and was apologetic. He was like, I mean, because what are the kind of things? Is it conceivable that a man would enter in a, um, a sexual situation thinking that his partner is consenting and she's not enthusiastic about it. Is that possible? Yes. Right. It is possible. Is it possible that it happened to Kobe? Yeah. Why? Because he's fucking Kobe. And I assume there were a lot of girls trying to fuck Kobe. And the right. one girl who didn't want him, you know, he raped. That's, that is possible. Mm-hmm. All of those things, you know, we, and we, we don't want to take away from, uh, the victim's pain in any way, shape, or form, but you can imagine, like, this would be a very difficult time to be seeing all these people, like, oh my gosh, Kobe, 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 celebrating his life when, you know, she has this, uh, different reaction yeah. to him, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And the same with me, like, my situations are different, but when I was sexually assaulted, one, they weren't a, f- a celebrity, so I don't have to deal with it. I don't know who they are. You know, like, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they had come out and apologized, it wouldn't have made any difference to me. But at the same time, if you could see them apologize and start to try to fix their life, could right. that help? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't in that same situation. Mm-hmm. So I think it's okay for people to grieve him as a celebrity. I think it's okay for people to, I don't want to say forget, but maybe uh, maybe not have an awareness of what happened. 15 years ago, you know, like it, the younger generation may not be aware of it and still only think of him as this great guy and blah, blah, blah. Like all of these things are possible at the same time. Um, it certainly doesn't mean you should attack somebody for grieving somebody just because they have a problematic class because shit, that could be any of us, you know. My half sister mourns my dad publicly and it's, he's been dead for 20 years, whereas I don't mourn the man who abused me and my brother. You know, like, I, I, we have the same man and we have two different experiences of him. So. Right, right. Yeah, do what you gotta do, I guess, in your grief. I'm gonna do what I do, which is not grieve for him. You know? So I get it. Like, I'm not gonna attack anybody for grieving him. I was certainly affected by his death and I'm surprised that I was affected the way that I was. Um, because I don't watch basketball anymore. You know, like, I haven't cared for a long time but he's still a big fixture of LA I mean you don't drive around this town and not see something Kobe related somewhere even post retirement and stuff so I really think that a biggest part of that was that we are the same age and we Mm -hmm. watched him hit the same adulting milestones that we were hitting but on such a bigger scale because he was who he was you know he was who he was yeah um the ones that got me 
the one that actually I saw, I admit, I did get choked up yesterday at some point. And what it was, was hearing that he retired when he did because he didn't want to be an absentee father in right. his child's lives. That really fucked me up. Because, right. You know, and then, I, yeah. And then like now I, you think about, you think about that's why he did what he did. And then, yeah. then, yeah gonna be absent from his three daughters his um three remaining daughters lives um plus you think about just how terrifying their last moments must have been you know stuff like that like there's aspects of it that are just horrifying and and you don't even want to think about it but um i guess they had a um they had a pact that vanessa and kobe couldn't be in the same you know like on the same airplane or same yeah, a lot of celebrities do that. You know. I mean, when I used to work at Dell, he had twins of his four children. Uh, t- uh, there was one set of twins, and the two of them couldn't be in the same car at the same time. So oh. when, they, like, when their school would come to do like school tours or whatever, we knew that the Dell children were on site. Um, they had separate times, so like half his class, half the class would go with one twin. The other half would go with the other twin. They'd do a tour of the manufacturing facility and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. but they they were always separate. They had separate nannies, separate cars, because I guess of one kid, you know, at least they still have the other one. But <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, you do your, you know, the things that make you feel overall, you know, that it's gonna, you know, I mean, because I I, I get that for for them, you know, because of you don't want one tragedy to make them have no parent. You know what I mean? Which it sucks because I, I, you know, like things like that, that, uh, that scares me because, you know, miss blurred vision and I, you know, we drive to work every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah. You know, I mean, Trey and me don't have be... kids, but we're, we're one car family. So right, right, right. We probably both go at the same time if something like that happens, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyways, I I didn't have much. I guess I I felt like it was hard not to acknowledge it, and I don't really like I I don't know how you feel, but I really don't have the energy to talk right, about right. anything else. Um, I guess like this whole day has been um like it was hard to work because people you could hear right. people still be emotional and things like that. The weird thing was hearing like because I work at a private school, like I could hear the children play in the background, and so there'd be these moments of just like the sounds of crying people, adults, mm-hmm. and the laughter and play of children. Like both of That's those sounds were going yeah. on, yeah, at the same time. It's just like I saw a tweet earlier that. Like, I get this feeling is that somebody said when their grandmother died and the son came out the next day, they were just like, mm-hmm. fuck you, son. How dare you yeah. when my grandmother is gone, you know? And then right. that being a realization that, like, yeah, life does and will go on. Um, and it's about how you deal in that right. thing. And, of course, you feel like the sun shouldn't rise if something like that happens. And I think a lot of people probably felt like that. I think certainly all over the world, but L.A. in particular – in a really big, bad way, felt it. And it, it, you know, it's weird is that, yeah, I wasn't really affected by it. It's, but it's like one of those things where it's like, it felt like a cousin that you were really close to, but then yeah. you kind of grew apart. He moved away. And then, then, you know what I mean? Something happens to him and you're like, damn. Right. You know, like you're not, I'm not about to cry, but that shit is like, damn. 
You know what I mean? And so it was, it, it, it was weird. It was a weird thing, a weird feeling. Um, and then come to find out like my, uh, my coworker's son, he, um, he was in the Mamba Academy. Like he did the, the, he was, um, the Mamba League, uh, which is, um, young basketball kids. And he would come out to the, you know, to them all the time. Like he'd go out there and talk to mm. these kids. And so when, you know, when my coworker told him about it, he was like, that doesn't, no, that's, don't play with me. You know what I mean? Like he was, he yeah. just wouldn't believe it. Even when he was reading it, he was just wouldn't believe it. And he just, then she said he had, he just broke down after a while. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It affects people in different ways and you never know. Yeah, it really, grief is weird. Grief is weird as fuck. Um, but anyways, we just wanted to mark it as, yeah. as weird comics and acknowledge it, you know, for our town and, um, you know, our condolences to all of the people affected by the loss of the families and the friends of the people that were actually on the helicopter and the fans of, uh, of Kobe and Gianna and actually the coach, um, Altabella. He guess he's a big coach in Orange County's uh, baseball. Yeah, um, Orange, Orange, Orange Coast College. Right. So. You know, there's a lot of people that are going to be affected about this that are bigger than just like, you know, immediate families and stuff. A lot of people are going to be affected. So, well, I think that's it for for today. Yeah. uh, We'll come back next week, hopefully, in a better, better better mindset. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, girl. Have a good one. Mommy made me mash my M and M. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Blurred Comics is a Main Hustle Media podcast, co-hosted by Mixed Girl Main and Blurred Vision, produced and edited by Charmaine Johnson. If you like our show, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.